Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I can't say enough about what Cam does in the community with the Hayward House. And, and so I thought the best way to support him is just by donning the T-shirt. I know he's out in the community each and every day this week um, displaying acts of kindness and other things. And you know, we're just so honored to be associated with that guy um, and the way that he leads, not only within the organization, but within the community. And so tip of the cap to Cam and, and all the great work that's being done at the Hayward House. Well, Cam's kindness week continues. Max, I got to tell you, they were at Angel's Place on the north side yesterday. Angel's Place offers family-centered child care services and early education Programs at no cost or significantly reduced rates to qualifying parents. The goal is to provide a safe, fun, and comfortable environment where families are, are free to grow and learn while enjoying some of life's simple pleasures. Again, you know, kudos to Cam. You know, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of a professional football player's life, you take the time to lead the charge and spread in kindness throughout the week. Max, you know, I, I, you can't say enough good things, and we're just tracking it through the week, and we'll probably find out what happens tomorrow, what happened today, tomorrow, and then so forth. But uh, I still think we ought to talk about it because I think this leads the way and how people, hey, man, get out there and do a little bit of kindness. It doesn't hurt. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Wolf, and good morning to you. Good I've morning, heard, brother, by the way. Yes. If, I, if, I don't, if I don't say that. Um, but, you know, if people want to keep a track of it, Go on social media and follow. It's Hayward House uh, at Hayward House. <laughs> and you have all the social media stuff for us. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I'm trying to. I'm sorry. Okay, so here it is. It's at nine seven Hayward House. H e y w a r d h o u s e. That's where you can also find out and track more. Uh, live and up to date as far as Cam's Kindness Week as it continues, obviously, through Sunday, right? It's seven acts of kindness, so a full right. week started on Monday? Yeah. Okay. So what's the no, seventh man. act on Sunday? You know what it is, baby. <laughs> oh, that, 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 thou shalt, thou shalt uh, let them down so softly. 
<laughs> well, we got Zach Wilson, who now Robert Salas says, and do we have that tape at all, Wes? We don't. Okay. You know, have I, the I put the, okay. Yeah, this from the salopressor. And he describes the fact that Zach Wilson has been cleared as, you know, as West came in and broke in yesterday with the uh, breaking news. But he also said something that I found interesting. He said, if all goes well. <laughs> uh, see, Wes, this is what, hey, Wes, don't ask about us removing that junior from your junior reporter title <laughs> until we have stuff like that, okay? All right, let's let's hear it. Let's hear it from the boss man here. All right. All right. Okay. The, the pros are you're you're kind of molding a young man to from the and you're, you're seeing him grow from the beginning, right? That's that's always fun to be able to to be on the front end of, of when a young man is trying to figure out who he is in this league. Uh, obviously, any rookie, whether it's quarterback or old lineman, you're going to have some rookie moments, and it's going to be it's going to be hard. Uh, but you you go through those bumps, you. Um, you live through those hard times, knowing that the that those hard times are going to lead to a to a lot of learning moments that you can't get unless you're playing football. And uh, so, you know, we we experienced a lot of different things with Zach, and he's really excited to attack the second year of his career. Well, there you hear it. And one of the things that he said and went further along was the fact that the, if all goes well. So, Max, what do you take out of that? He's cleared to play. Now, he just took reps Wednesday with the team. All he's been doing was limited, uh, maybe some seven-on-seven stuff and ramping up to it. But he, his first team reps were yesterday. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's incumbent upon Cam Hayward in the defense to make uh, Zach Wilson's uh, trip to Pittsburgh as uncomfortable as possible, I would imagine. That would be a nice act of kindness by Cam. It, it would be, and – I, you know, I haven't listened to many uh, Robert Sala pressers. Right. That was the most roundabout press conference to get to the fact that a player's play. You know, it's always exciting when you get to see a guy in his second year and, you know, the prospect of things that may come and what <laughs> dreams may come of that dream to make sure that he can continue to progress and, and impress everybody with his, his skill set. And I'm just happy to be here. I mean, that's literally what it sounded like. I was right. like, what is he saying? I was like, okay, he's playing. Yes. He's healed up good enough, and you feel like Joe Flacco can't win you this game. That's essentially all you needed to say, and we could have, we could have been done in 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so. But, Max, you know, the thing about it is you, you think this young man now, he says, according to Zach Wilson's own words, I don't need any uh, support gear on the knee. Okay, so he had a little meniscus tear. All right, he had uh, a bone bruise, which, okay, all's healed up. He says he does not need any supportive, whether it's tape, whether it's a knee sleeve, what have you. He doesn't need any of it. And it, one of his greatest strengths as a young man is his ability to move, you know, over the Joe Flacco slash Joe Fossil um, in his 15 years. I'm sorry, that's the New York <laughs> Times, okay? I'm just, that was the New York Times, all right? That's exactly. The yeah. <laughs> Well, and and think about it. you're you're in that you're you're in the New York media market, so you're it's never going to be pleasant. No, it's <laughs> never always going to be, be a little harsh. Yeah, yeah. Listen, unless you unless you are Phil Sims or Eli Manning, apparently, um, and Joe Namath. Yes, those are only three Super Bowl winning quarterbacks in the New York area. Correct. I think so. I'm trying to think. Um, did you say Joe okay. Namath? Yep, I said okay. Joe Namath. Joe Willie. Phil, yes. Yeah, Joe. Phil and Eli. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. There's nobody else. Yeah, because 
Because Jim Kelly never. No, but Y.A. Tittle was pretty good it. back in the day, wasn't he? Yes. I, uh, I, I don't know. You tell, hey, yeah. you tell me, Wolf. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was so good, Matt. That was, that was a great shot. There it is. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Listen, so, sometimes, sometimes alley-oop works. I mean, you just <laughs> threw it up there, and I just had to dunk yeah. it through. Yeah, you surely did. That was, you know, and, and tip, as, as Hines used to say all the time, you know, you, sometimes you got to take your hat off and give it to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now go away or I shall taunt you a second time. <laughs> oh, yes. The ninjas oh. are at work behind the scenes. Yeah, yes. Hey, hey, Wes got upset about that junior reporter title. <laughs> <laughs> I am senior, dang it. Yes. They don't call me Jimmy Olsen yeah. for nothing. All That's right. right. I'm, Gr- the assistant, mustache, I'm the assistant Jimmy. to the senior reporter. <laughs> okay. There we go. That That is a different title than junior altogether. Exactly. So, so. oh, right. Matt, let me let me throw this yeah. at you, Max. What do you okay. think, of Zach Wilson? Now coming into playing his first game experience, I mean, things are flying live. He has not played since uh, early August in in a preseason game. He had August he had uh, August sixteenth surgery on that knee. So in my mind, I'm thinking he's still got question marks going on. <laughs> yeah, he's got so many question marks. You might as well call him the Riddler. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, here, here's what here's what my expectation is. Okay. My expectation for him, yes, is the sum of all those quarterbacks that played in Week One and how bad that was because they didn't get preseason. Right, right. I feel like there's going to be some clunkiness. There's going to be. A, a feeling out period at the beginning of this game, and that's where we have to strike as a team. We have to we have to go and we have to attack Zach Wilson so he does not get comfortable. He does not feel good about about his decision to come back. Um, and I know you know, and and for Mike Lafleur, you you you've got to you've just got to present a lot of stuff at that line of scrimmage, and I think we've been doing some stuff. Uh, that is pretty creative. And then the offensive line, take advantage of that offensive line, all the moving pieces that it is, you know, the moving triage unit that is that offensive line for the Jets. Mm-hmm. And you've, you've, got, you've got to pick those matchups. You, you, have, you have to Cam Hayward them. Yes. Because you know yep. how people always talk about Aaron Donnelling people? Yes. You know, right. oh, Aaron Donald travels. Well, Cam is, Cam is ours. Yep. Cam, 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 Cam is the one that came before Aaron. <laughs> yes. And – Cam, I think that's what you have to do. You're going to have to travel Cam on, along the line of scrimmage to get those matchups at certain points and then allow Alex Highsmith to play both sides right, and rush so that you get equal time on that rookie, Max Mitchell, and then also um, on Connor McDermott. Uh, I, I think uh, – what were you about to say? I was just going to say, Connor McDermott's only – this will be his seventh start, even, despite his, yeah. his years in the league. He's only at seven. Uh, Mitchell, as a rookie, it's going to only be his fourth. So, yeah, yeah, I think exactly what you're saying, Max. I think you got to show different fronts. I think you got to Cam Hayward him, just as you, Aaron Donald, talked about it. The fact of the matter yeah. is, it's kind of like, you know, when when a guy does that, it's like, where's the pigeon? They're looking for the pigeon, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, where is my pigeon? And when the pigeon... Fresh fish. When the pigeon lands on you, it's an uncomfortable feeling, isn't it? It is. Well, no. O- only met by a pigeon pooping on you yeah. uh, as the one that well, would yeah. be above yeah. that. Well, but you- that, that, That's the one where it lands on you in a bad way. 
that's, that's a real bad one. <laughs> that's a bad one. But you know, it's not it's not comfortable when you're there and you see that guy move over you. You're like, oh, see, so you think I'm the pigeon, huh? And then, yeah, exactly. Then, yeah. And if you hold up, you're it's great. But if something bad happens, and we don't want, I don't, I don't want to see the S word. All right. Yeah. All right. We don't want to say sack. All right. But if it does, yeah. that's when the, the, the pigeon dumps on you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and that's when you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. This day is about to get extremely harder. <laughs> I, I had watched film on him, and he stayed over on this side. He didn't come to my side. Why is he on my side? Okay. Why are they walking around and shifting? Why? Ah, oh, he's back again. Like, like you know. Do you want to get in the head? I mean, then, and that—that's the mental warfare that's yes. played on guys, right? Oh yeah. It—it's it, it, just—it is completely messing with their head. He lines up one place, then he shifts down to the other. Like, oh, he's on the tackle. Oh, that's so great. That's so great. Uh oh, we ran motion. Why is he a three technique? Why is he a three technique? <laughs> Max, I got the perfect yeah. example. We were playing the Philly Eagles at Three Rivers, right? So, yeah. on the right side, you got the great Reggie White is lining up doing battle with Tunch Elkin, right? Yep. Going along the whole first half, they're they're going back and forth. And, of course, as, as I've told you before, six head-to-head, mono-a-mono confrontations between Chaluch and, and the great Reggie White. Tunch never gave up a sack to him, right? So at just yeah. there's a two-minute warning. We're, we're huddled out on the field. You know, we, we, we come out, break the huddle. We come out. I, I got bumped out to left tackle. I was playing Clyde Simmons, all six foot eight of them. Because I'm here I am. I'm, I'm the tallest guard by half an inch, right? That's, that's why they put me out But there. you are the tallest, Wolf. But you are the tallest. <laughs> yeah, just- amongst the Smurfs. No, no, no need for semantics at this point. You're the tallest. Accept that. It's, it's, it's a badge of honor. So it's a badge of honor. We line up, and all of a sudden, I hear Brian Blankenship at the right guard going. He see looks up, and in the three technique, they're playing the the bear forty six, right? And he looks up, and it's Reggie on the three technique, <laughs> and he looks up, and I hear him say, "Hey, what's he doing here?" <laughs> Oh, no, he did not. And he did. No, he he did. did not. And touch, touch turns to him and goes, "Well, why don't you ask him?" How <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that oh, funny? Uh, I was almost in tears, except for the fact that the ball was about to be snapped and chaos was about to rain. <laughs> oh, I mean, listen. Even in the face of adversity, I mean, touch was just awesome. <laughs> oh Jesus, that is. That, that, that is, is priceless. too funny. Oh, yeah. Why don't you just ask him? But seriously. Why, hey, why don't you ask? I mean, look over. <laughs> Wink, not tap him on the shoulder. Don't do it. Don't do it when we're at the line of scrimmage, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, given all that and all that we started to talk about with Zach Wilson, with his mobility, number one that, that jumps in my brain is you got you to gotta work that uh, scramble drill. You know what I mean, defensively speaking. You know what's going to happen. They're going to have some chaos moments there. You're going to get some pressure. You're going to be able to hopefully break down those two tackles that have not – they got combined, what, this will be their 11 starts between them. Um, to me, in my mind, that says one of the things you got to do is you got to be able to disguise blitzes. you got to be able to change up and use your twists and so forth. And then when you get Zach Wilson on the hoof, you got to be able to get him down, get him on the ground, and also you got to – work your plaster coverage because you know they're going to be doing scramble drills 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're going to have to make sure you protect the legs, and that's where shooting the hands are really important, right? Right. Keeping the distance as much as you can because the tactics of a line that's not as good as you, you've got to fool, you've got to deceive, and you've got, you've got to create any advantage or leverage that you can. Um, and so I think that is going to be a key thing. But I think also, honestly, on this defense um, for the Jets, the best – way to help our defense is to possess the ball on offense oh yeah yes because think about limiting the snaps that zach wilson can get think about what the difference that does if you haven't played preseason you haven't been out there you don't want to give a guy a 12 play drive a 10 play drive and then he gets multiple in a quarter right, right. that's when you're starting to get the requisite amount you want to limit those three and outs the uh, the opposing offense is holding the ball longer than 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 uh than the other team, and that essentially helps your defense stay fresher, and they can attack more, which then puts more pressure. And we really get to test out how 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 healthy Zach Wilson is, because <laughs> yeah. you have to pick yourself up off 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 off, off of the deck. <laughs> right, right. There's only so many different ways. You know, sometimes you just get tired of doing the push up thing, like rolling on your stomach, <laughs> push yourself up. You try and get that little half roll, you know, the one where it's like a toddler. Yeah, It's exactly. like stuck in the little topsy-turvy, and you roll and kind of get to a knee and pop up, you know, or you just put the hands up and just have the lineman pick you up off the ground. <laughs> help, I mean, you know. Help. Yeah, exactly. Help, hey, 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 especially there's that one where guys just expect it. I, I'll never forget it. I forgot. We were like – we had a long drive once, and and uh, I forgot if it was um, – I couldn't remember if it was Richard or if it was Dwyer, but one of them like ran like three yards and like they kind of tripped. It wasn't even like a pile up, and he just rolled over on his back and just had his hand up. And he's just like you know, <laughs> closing his his fist back and forth. Like, come on, come on! I'm not doing this on my own. I'm not doing this on my own. Help me! Help me! <laughs> Help me! It's like a turtle on his back. You're just like, okay, all right. So I guess I got to pick you up. Okay, all right. You can't. There's nobody around you. There's nobody around you. You you literally you trip through the hole. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, come on, get up, get in the huddle. Wasting time. <laughs> Absolutely, no doubt about it. Now I got to ask you something. When Robert Saylor has this caveat, if all goes well, is that meaningful at all, or is that just just straight up? If all goes well, you know, because in my mind, I'm he's giving himself an out too. If Zach suddenly is maybe not looking as sharp as he'd like towards uh, you know Friday or so. And you could say, well, all didn't go well. And you you start the flack off. <laughs> well, I mean, you, listen, you can. I, I mean, here's the thing. Coaches, especially in the NFL, it, it's all about gamesmanship, right? Right. You want to try and get people going and planning for one thing and then come back and circle back for the other. But I think for the Steelers, you're prepping for both of them anyways. Because say there's a setback in game. You know, or Robert Sala doesn't like the way things are going, mm-hmm. you know, from the first half. Or Zach comes off the field limping after a series. You know, you don't you don't hesitate to put in a veteran that's been starting for you the last couple of weeks. Right. You know, in those situations like, okay, he's not good enough yet. Or he needs a series off, right? Or he, get, he gets knocked out and has to go in the injury tent just to get checked to make sure everything's good. Like... All those things, you plan for those eventualities, you know, because that's if all goes well for us. Right. Uh, <laughs> yep. And 
and then you 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 might see Joe. So I I, I expect you know Zach to get a bunch of reps to make up for it. But Joe already has a bunch of requisite reps in his in his ba- in his memory bank already. Plus, he already has the history of knowing of playing the Steelers. So you don't really have to give him as many reps to get him ready for this game either. Right. So you can play. So you can play the fleece game absolutely, and do that. And it's like ah, Friday wasn't good. You know, on, on a naked rollout, he rolled his ankle. <laughs> you know, exactly. He ro- he rolled on the roll. I don't know what happened. Joe's going. <laughs> it's not a California roll either. That's for sure. All right. No. What next? We need, who who's coming up? The cool breeze. Jerry <laughs> Dulac is joining us next here on in the locker room with Wolf and Starks. Was that was that good? Was that, that was good? good? No, that was very Barry Whitish. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Now it wasn't quite the bass, but you know, I felt like I was definitely you know the quiet storm. You know, the late night radio DJ that plays like. <laughs> All the love songs on, on on the air. We better go to break. <laughs> no. Hey, look, no, I, I, I'm doing it. You know, what? hey, you know what? You can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere through your smart speaker. Just say Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio for my heart, and Alexa will take care of the rest because that's what Alexa does. She gets things done. But no, uh, <laughs> but when we come back, we will. We will have Jerry Dulac here on In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on SNR and ESPN Radio. Alexa. <laughs> in the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, since we don't have the normal uh, music from last year, I felt like this was appropriate music to bring Jerry in. The cool breeze himself. What do you think, Wolf? I love it. And you know, Jerry is brought to us by the loft South Bra- on South Braddock Avenue in Swissvale. $3 Bud Light draft during all Steeler games. All right, so, Max, I like that music. What did you like? Were you playing the the keyboards yourself or what? No, I I, I was the guy with the maracas in the background. <laughs> All right, let's bring out the cool yeah. breeze, Post Gazette <laughs> writer extraordinaire, and Steelers game day co-host. That would be Jerry Dulac. How you doing, Cool Breeze? Fellas, I am good. The only music, uh, Max, that might have been a little more appropriate since you chose that that uh, genre was. The music they play for, or in the uh, trumpets that they play for the Mets relief pitcher, is it the Edward Diaz? Oh, that comes yes. In? That, that's the that's the greatest video in baseball. I can tell you that. So, oh, but, thank, yeah. but thank you for giving me a little musical a lead in, <laughs> and uh, it's a treat to be boys finally. Exactly. You know, I, I right now I can't get the image out of my head of Max on maracas with a sombrero on. Maybe a poncho, <laughs> too. You know, something like that. It'd be great. Definitely an extra curly mustache. <laughs> so, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, I know you've, you've spent some time talking to Mitch Trubisky in the noise. And how do you think he's handling all the noise? Is he able to shut all this stuff out? Well, you know, Wolf, I, I think he is. I mean, certainly he says he is, which what else is he going to say? Right. But, you know, Mitch has been put in a, a tenuous position since day one, because mm-hmm. not only uh, is there a number one draft pick sitting on the bench right behind you, it also happens to be the hometown hero. 
Right. And so he's really in a no-win situation unless he just lights it up every game. And you can't, you can't expect that on a new team uh, with this attack. You know, they're just trying to take baby steps. I think we saw that in Cleveland really for uh, two quarters and the beginning of the third. Um, I thought the offense looked uh, more than representable. Um, but he's just – he's in a tough spot, and he hears it. There's no question. And, and you know, it's the Jets. It's two straight losses. And if he comes out and plays, uh, you know, indifferent or they play indifferent and uh, he's misfiring, he's going to hear it uh, just like they did the last game. And like I said, I mean, I know it's a tough business, and they're paying him, you know, enough money, of course. But, you know, he's, a, he's in a tough spot, and, and you know, I, I feel bad for him because you could tell – Mitch is a consummate professional. Um, the guys like him. They follow him. Uh, he's a leader. He attempts to be a leader. He's not afraid to be a leader. And I think that was Mike Tomlin's message the other day. You know, Mike Tomlin uses those Tuesday press conference fellas. Uh, you know, he uses them to send a message uh, to his players. And he did. And, and that message was, look, block out the noise because this is the way we're going. And so if anybody is, is uh, dissatisfied or grumbling that they're open or whatever the case may be, uh, you know, that's his message, you know, block out the noise because, you know, we're committed to the path we're on. And I think that message was, uh, was also meant for the fans, even though he, he backtracked from that. I don't think there's any doubt that, you know, the subtle message that was being delivered to the fans as well. Like, okay, look, this is what we're doing. Let's go easy. And that was his message the other day. And that's what he uses that press conference uh, for from time to time. Yeah, and I think I think that that's one of the things that's been very consistent about Tomlin and and kind of how he approaches it is that he wants to send everyone, you know, the the, the signals, team, fan base, reporters, everyone, um, you know, that 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 listens to, follows, or expresses any type of interest in the Steelers. He wants to do that. So no, I completely agree. I mean, but when you look at just kind of turning the page and kind of how he kind of buttoned things up on Thursday. I mean, you know, what did you feel the sense was? Did you sense any type of frustration from him or was it kind of, you know, this is, this is just, this is a growing pain process and, and everybody needs to understand that. Yeah. I, I think the frustration max came with their inability to get the, the defense's inability to get off the field. And, you know, before the, uh, you know, all week he talked about, uh, you know, it's a short week. He talked about Nick Chubb and you got to control Nick Chubb. And all he said after the game was we didn't control Nick Chubb. And he brought that point up again on on Tuesday. I think that's where his frustration, uh, uh, you know, lied after after that game and looking back on it. But and, you know, when I, I asked him after the game, was there anything encouraging that you saw in the offense? He says, we're not interested in encouragement. We're interested in winning. But you knew when he went back and looked at the film, he would see baby steps with that offense, you know, mm-hmm. back to back. 75-yard touchdown drives. You know, at the end of the first half, getting back in position, and they misfired three times. One of those, he threw the uh, Trubisky threw the ball away, and then they come out at the start of the third quarter and go right back down the field, get to the 15, and you have that debatable penalty for a legal man downfield on a shovel pass. Yeah, wipe out that 35-yard gain, and um, you know, otherwise they were in position to add to it again. So that's why I say for two quarters and 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 the first six minutes of the third. You know, the offense, okay, again, it's baby steps. You know, it's not the greatest show on turf. 
but you saw them doing things as an offense that we hadn't seen and thinking, okay, they're starting to get it a little bit. And then, of course, after that, uh, nothing. <laughs> you know, yeah. so there's yeah. a reason why the Steelers lead the league in punts. Right. Um, but, again, you saw some positive steps, and that's, that was Mike Tomlin's point on Tuesday. Jerry, first of all, I know that you are down at the stadium. You've got a break for a speaking engagement. How long can we keep you? Because I don't want to run you into your, your speaking. Uh, Wolf, I'm good. I'm good for a couple more minutes. Okay. Uh, the, uh, luncheon, uh, the luncheon starts at uh, 11 that I have to MC, but I'm good for a couple more minutes. Oh, okay. What's on the What's on the menu? Did you get a look at well, it? Well, I, I know, that. I know it's, the luncheon is <laughs> for Edgar Snyder in a, in a uh, charitable donation to um, – to a wonderful cause that's uh, near and dear to the Steelers, too. So uh, that's what the luncheon's about. I was just talking about the food, but okay. I know you were, Wolf. I know you were. <laughs> all right, Robert Saylor comes out and says, all right, Zach Wilson's cleared uh, if all goes well. Now, is that a caveat, or is that, um, you know, kind of you're just holding the cards close to your vest? Yeah, I think, well, the fact that he came out and said he'll be, the, he'll be uh, you know, likely be the starter, um, I, I just I, I'm sure that means in case there's some physical setback in practice. But I expect, you know, I expect the Jets to uh, to play him. You know, that's the other thing about the whole situation with Kenny Pickett. You know, people want to point to, you know, Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. And I saw Michael Irvin coming out and saying with Troy Aikman, completely different situation. Those teams right. didn't have any other quarterback in front of them. Plus, those guys were number one overall picks. And when you take a guy number one overall, you're playing him right away. And look, the Steelers, Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert, you know, they had the foresight. They wanted to bring in Mitch Trubisky as a veteran quarterback. Uh, and, and, and they knew they were going to try and draft a quarterback. And so, you know, Mitch Trubisky, that's the plan all along. Right. And, um, you know, that they don't want to throw Kenny Pickett to the Wolves and they'll play him if they don't have to when they're ready. But you look at Zach Wilson and, and even Joe Burrow when he came in and Trevor Lawrence, they were coming into teams that, that won one, two, or three games. The Steelers are a playoff team. They've been a playoff team each of the last two seasons. The Steelers don't believe, hey, we need to blow this up and start this rookie quarterback. They're doing what they feel uh, they have to do to win games right now, and a time will come when Kenny Pickett will play. But that's all part of their plan. It's, it's been their plan since they signed Mitch Trubisky, and they're not going to waver from it right now. You know, you're absolutely right, and that's not kind of one of the things that I always thought was that, you know, you, you bring in Mitch and then, and then you plan for the future. You know, Mitch is not a long-term solution, but he is a guy that has a lot to prove and has a lot to show um, and ha- ha- has the mobility that's necessary with the requisite experience. I mean, the guy still has a winning record as a starter, starting quarterback right. in the NFL. Um, but you know, when we look at just kind of the injury report and everything, uh, obviously the secondary taking some dings after that Thursday night game. I mean, do you get a sense of, you know, the progress? Is there, is there hope that, that, you know, like Minka and Akello Witherspoon and guys will be available to play dots? I mean, what was the extent or the feeling when he was describing that during the press conference? Well, having seen Minka on the field yesterday and Kevin Dotson, I fully expect them to play Noah Keller Weatherspoon and even Tomlin was Mike Tomlin was uh you know very cautious in what he said the other day and you know saying he would be limited and that just gives me the uh the idea that he will not play uh against the Jets and he is one guy uh, back there who has made plays on the ball uh with with interceptions 
uh, you know, now he misplayed that uh, touchdown to uh, Jamar Chase at the end of the at the end of the Bengals game. But he's been he's been pretty good back there, you know, uh, taking the ball away. But I don't expect him to play. I think Mink will be fine. Dotson will be fine. It's still a little iffy on Percy uh, Presley Harvin. I always want to call him Percy Presley Harvin. And that is why they brought in Jordan Berry just in case they might need him this week. Exactly. So how about mate? He just had a son. Did you get a chance to talk to him, huh? I yeah I did I did not but uh, you know good for him I did not though Wolf yeah well you know I, I he's he, it's funny because I I still can't get over that Australian accent you know the Aussie yeah. accent thing it's it's just a lot of fun but certainly I look at this I'm I'm really kind of hoping and by the way I did I saw Minka yesterday too out on the field I I held up two fingers I said how many fingers moving around he was right on you know couldn't fool him he said One, he two. said three yeah he goes three why do you ask exactly <laughs> wolf, wolf i have to run my friend yes okay i want to thank you so much for taking time jerry appreciate you brother a- absolutely boys and i'll see you at the ball yard on sunday sounds good all right sounds that's good, great jerry, jerry Dulek, and brought to you again by oh my the uh oh. Yeah, the Loft, South Braddock Avenue. He was brought to you by the Loft on South Braddock Avenue in Swissvale. $3 Bud Light draft during all Steelers games. I hate when your phone goes blank when you're looking for it and you go, about, oh, let me see. I got that right there. Oh, I don't. Yeah. But anyhow, Max, biggest thing about it, biggest takeaway, I think uh, Kevin Dotson, Minka, they look good. But Akello Witherspoon, that is somebody that does worry me because I think Akello's. Been, uh, he's been playing pretty good. Yeah, no, I mean, <clears throat> Kello was a guy that, you know, last year when we when we, when we we traded for him, you didn't really know what to expect. And remember, he, he was kind of that guy that early on wasn't getting dressed. He was he was a healthy scratch. And then once he started to get in at, towards the, the middle to the end of the season, you saw why we traded for him, right? right. I mean, he was making plays on the ball. He had good coverage sure tackler and then coming into camp just one of the lead guys I mean you bring in Levi Wallace and I know Levi was sick at the beginning of camp but you know it was something that Cam and and uh, Akello did such a great job that Levi was like yeah that's our third starter that might not start <laughs> you know it was Akello right. or Levi and I thought that was something that was that was very promising and we talked to Terrell Austin and you know that was one of the things he said he said yeah you and to play in this league, you need to have three healthy corners at all times and because you never know when one's going to get injured. So you got to have three starter-capable guys. This is for that eventuality. This is the plan for that is that, okay, Akello can't go. Guess what? Well, we got Levi and Cam. Okay, we're okay. You still got Arthur in the slot. So you don't really upset the apple cart too much with uh, with turnover on that back end. So, But like I said – you know, with a, with Akello being out and Levi and Cam kind of being the two outside guys now, that interior rotational guy at the nickel, depending on scheme, now you start to see more safeties probably being inserted as as they rotate through um, their rotation because now you're starting to see Miles Killebrew. Exactly. Maybe you see Chico Allen. Maybe you see mm-hmm. Trey Norwood in those situations um, just to kind of change up the looks. And then when they go four wide, definitely expect that. So I think it's just – one of those things where you just ha- kind of have to, you know, play with the guy. You know, you're, you're going to miss a Kello, but you hope he just gets back soon and gets healthy. That hamstring can heal up. That's one of the, you know, terrible things for for a DB 
um, because because of how much you rely on your on your quads and your hamstrings in the back pedals breaking out of that back pedal to cover you know guys downfield that are running very fast. So you want to make sure right. all those muscles are healthy. But uh, you understand if there's a risk, you don't want to give this to especially give the Jets any advantage in that situation where they're looking at him like, hey, I read the injury report too. This dude has a hammy. Let's just run go routes against him. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't want to do that. Let's test that hammy. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. How, how hamstrung is that hamstring? <laughs> we're going to find out. <laughs> All right. We're going to step yeah. aside. When we come back, Max and I are going to kick around the one ingredient that may kickstart this offense. And you will, will you stay tuned to SNR because we're going to be back and kicking it back and forth. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah. Now you think about it, what can kickstart this offense? I mean, there's a lot of things you could point to. There's some things that, you know, you, you hopefully... You, 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 you streamline your offense, you get better, you take baby steps, as it were. But, Max, one thing for sure that you can do is you can generate some explosive plays. You know, the Steelers are the only team in the league without at least a 120-yard run or a 40-yard uh, pass completion. And those things, you know what I'm talking about, because back in the day, you know, I, I remember um, Troy Palomalo talking about the Dick LeBeau defense. You know, the longer you're out there, the more you can figure out what the defense is doing, you know, and certainly one of the things that you can do is, is you have explosive plays offensively, uh, which is the other side of the coin for offense and defense, right? You got uh, explosive plays, you're out there. And if you can't string together those third downs, you can certainly help yourself with some of those big explosive plays. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, that's something that we've always kind of been accustomed to because of, you know, when you have guys like Ben Roethlisberger, right, who just generate all of this, you know, this offense and, and tranches and, you know, he's holding the ball, he's running back left, running back right, and then just delivering a bomb. And we all, we all know the history of that from, from, from watching him over his storied 18-year career. And so to, to then come to this point where you're talking about we don't have these plays – and think about the receivers that we've had over the years that are, that have been a part of those plays with him, mm-hmm. and you you know it's there because I mean there are big plays that are there available to us. I mean, you just look at the Pat Fryermuth on that final drive in Cincinnati, right? Right, you can do that. George Pickens can make that ridiculous circus type catch. Deontay Johnson has been a guy who's made those big plays. Chase Claypool is a guy who's made those big plays. Najee has broken off those big runs before. So it's just kind of one of those things where it's like there's that glass wall. Right, correct. That we're just trying to break through. And it's coming. I mean, we're getting closer, right? Yes. You know, we've got the 35-yarder, but we don't have the 40-yarder. You know, you've got the 15-yard run, but you don't have the 20-yard run. And I think it's just – it's just a matter of time, but you keep chip, chipping away at it, you know, like a, pe- like, like a piece of, of uh, wood, you know, you're going to eventually whittle it into something that we can all say, wow, look at that offense. 
okay, this is what we're expecting. But it's just always one little thing away, one move here, one thing there. Just like you know, just like Jerry talked about in the last segment, you know, that illegal man downfield call on Chooks. Like, you know, if that doesn't happen, what does that do? Right. You know, for for the team, for the momentum. And it's like everything's just a delicate house of cards, but we need to get better with using a little bit better mortar than just using the cards itself. You gotta because sometimes you gotta throw a little bubble gum, a little ABC gum in there <laughs> to keep it all together. And I think they're building to that, but it's just we're going through the physical manifestation of it, right? We're watching them literally go through week by week, getting a little bit better each and every outing. You know, the interesting thing is Chuck Knoll used to come into the locker room at Three Rivers, and he'd walk around and he'd go, who's going to make the big play? Who's going to make – it's a mindset, man. And he would constantly preach throughout the week, who's going to make the big play? Because he always talked about having the mindset of being able to be the guy that makes that big play. And I, I never understood it until I watched Franco Harris time after time take a handoff and run sometimes 60, 70, 80 yards to the opposite end of the field that we were practicing on in three rivers and into the end zone. Why, why do you do that? Well, you're instilling in yourself the mindset of being able at any time to make that big play. To come through and pop the line of scrimmage, boom, you, you, a little shake and bake, and all of a sudden you're up the sidelines and you're outrunning people to the end zone. And that's a mindset that you call within yourself. And so I, under, I began to understand what Chuck was talking about then when I watched Franco and, and, and then understood that's how he goes about preparing himself for it. And I think that's something that, you know, you might hear Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin talks about it too. You know, the explosive plays. Back then, it was the big play. Now it's the explosive plays. Anything over 20 yards running, anything over 40 passing, things of that nature, those are all important, like, uh, building blocks to having a great offense because the one way you can get yourself kick-started is, you know, not having a third down, having a big play that puts you in the end zone. Yeah, it, it, yeah, and, and those things change the momentum of games. It changes the perception in a game, and I would love for that to come this Sunday, right against the right. Jets in a in front of the friendly, the friendly confines of Akershire Stadium, to have the Steeler faithful in there, all the banners strewn about the stadium, and our fans, you know, clad in black and black and uh, and yellow. No, no, that's sure gold. That, it's gold. Come on, get it black well, and gold. Okay, that's gold, brother. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I heard a Wiz Khalifa song last night yeah, before okay. that. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> Just, just let me be for a minute. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, you're right. H- having the black and gold there, I think, I think it, it is, it is something that can inspire and will, right? And I think this is that moment because I've always pointed to Week Four, right, Wolf? I've yes. been saying it since, You've been saying since, since the beginning, since of, the beginning of the season. Yes. And I just, I feel like this is going to be kind of that coming out party Ooh. this week, and, and it's the perfect p- opponent to come out <clears throat> against. To have to have this type of day that we're looking for, because I think it's been a long time coming, and like you said, it's been a lot of hard work put towards this, and especially knowing how well your offense and your defense have to play well off of each other. Well, your defense is 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 missing some pieces, right? Yes, it's down a little bit. It needs that spark, and sometimes the offense has to be the spark for the defense, just as the defense is a spark for the offense. And if you're if you're gonna do it. It should be this week. There's a great opportunity here. You're going to get up against a team that's about to start their quarterback that has not played since the beginning of the first preseason game. 
and he's 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 going to be unsure and steady. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to try and run. They're going to try and throw easy passes to get him into the feel of the game. Right. But like you said, if you can't get him enough reps or because your defense is so fresh, they are putting him on the deck, then that makes it a lot more daunting for them. And you can turn the ball over and give it back to the offense on a short field and add another point. Guess what that does? Mm. It starts to creep into that doubt for a team that's already doubtful about themselves. That is probably wondering, hey, can this can this kid even do it? You want to continue to instill and grow that seed. Put some water on it or put some cam on it. You know, cam fast grow, fertilizer. <laughs> <laughs> I could use that on my head. <laughs> yeah. Well, there. It, yeah, I, I don't know if you want to go on one-on-ones to, to, to get that type of fertilizer, no, my friend. No, I don't think that uh, works. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be but, painful. But, but, that's, but that's the mindset you have to come in. That th- let, it be, let it be this Sunday. Let it be this Sunday that we go out and we look like the Steelers that we expect them to be with the talent that's on this roster, with the skill – players that we have with the offensive line that is growing and unifying and gelling as a unit because think about this we've complained about it but for all intents and purposes those guys have all still been together you look at the jets not so much right right correct you look at a lot of teams around the league they're losing guys left and right and wondering where they're going to get them i mean heck tampa bay was one of those teams as well you know this wonder whoa, whoa, we need we need more offensive line where are we going to get these guys why not why not why not be the team like hey we're all together and we've been growing together. Let's show them what, what we've been doing as we've been growing together. Absolutely. And, again, I, I look to and think about the big play. You know, Minka Fitzpatrick, he's one of those guys that I got to believe. He's he's constantly on the hunt for that big play. Even in practice, you watch him. He's always – you know, you, you can see where he positions himself, a stand with Terrell Austin, just being able to go over the defense and everything else and, and talking and – you just see him out on the on the, the practice field. He practices the big play as well as a Franco Harris did back in my day. And I think that's important. It's incumbent upon the players to be able to grasp that and be able to put that to use. And part of that is it's the mental side, Max. You know, we, we've not discussed this year yet and any depth about, you know, creating the, that mental conditioning to be able to go and, and create the big plays. You know, talking about the mental gymnastics that – you know, at some point in time, probably, I mean, you know, talking a little bit about getting into the theater of your mind. You know what I mean? With the popcorn yeah. and everything, which I always find important. A little Kit Kat bar mentally, you know, because low calories with um, uh, uh, mental, uh, mental popcorn and Kit Kat bars. That is true. Uh, I mean, mental, mental candy is, is the uh, best candy um, <laughs> for losing weight. All right. Well, you know what? As I digress. Why don't we? Yeah. <laughs> or we digest. That's what we do so yeah, very well. Yeah, we 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 do do that. Fiber. It's important. Wolf. Fiber. <laughs> you you at sixty four. You have no idea. Uh, yeah. I'm at sixty four, <laughs> but you have no idea how important that is. Oh my gosh. Well, while you step aside and have some benefiber, Wolf, we are we are going to pay some bills, and just going to remind Benef- everybody. Fiber. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they make donuts with Benefiber, huh? Uh, well, and listen, if anybody would know, it'd be Franco, right? He made super That's donuts. Right. There you go. He might, he, he he might, he might make the super senior donuts too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, I just want to encourage people to go subscribe now to our show in the locker room. You can get this and more 
uh, at your at your at your listening pleasure. Every episode we do is available for you to download. So subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you find your podcast. And when we come back on the, around the horn, we're coming back for what time is it, Wolf? What's the second hour? What's the second hour? The power hour. That's right. We got power hour, baby. And uh, we will be back here on a, in the locker room with Starks, Wolf, Ninjas, everybody. I can't remember the, the, the show name in, in full because I don't write it down. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. It's Wolf and Starks here on SNR. Somebody else suffers with radio. syndrome. <laughs> If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.